everybody, welcome to another episode of the Comic Book Legion podcast where we're going to be talking DC Comics and the fact that I have a PlayStation 5 reservation and maybe Clay will too. What's up, hopefully, buddy? hopefully. I hopefully. I am I I told you if we were going to record today, it will not it will not interfere with my possibility of getting a PS5. So, we are we're, we are recording I guess two hours early, like than usual. Earlier this than is, usual. This is this is usually right now. It is nine a.m. on a Friday. This is usually when Clay is falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will. I will say this. I will say this for the entire week since Monday. Uh, I have not been doing that. Uh, my wife has been wanting for us to be like somewhat on the same schedule. So. The latest I have been staying up is I think one thirty, maybe two o'clock, but uh, that's just to wind down from work. And then uh, she wakes up, she puts on a YouTube playlist on the TV, and that usually just wakes me up along with my alarm clock. And I've been waking up around six forty-five, seven o'clock every single morning. Wow! So. Yeah, you 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 look young. You look rested. I I I feel it a little bit in my eyes, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> oh, it feels uh, like sandpaper. I, oh, damn oh, it! Oh, dude, like I it definitely does sometimes. I I hate the morning. The fact that I wake up at four o'clock in the morning. Er, I don't know Monday how you do it. I I don't know how. I mean, it, it's it's one of those things that you know, like for example, again, it's nine a.m. and I'm done with my work day. Yeah. So it's like it sucks balls like when you're when you're waking up when you're going through it but it's completely but, worth it. But then like when the work day is done I'm like everyone right now is waking up to go to work and I literally have the whole day to myself. Like I'm I'm done. Like I'm I'm done. The the That's problem the is is That's the problem the is is that with football now, for example, yesterday was Thursday night football. Yeah. I went to bed at 11:45. So when you're sleeping like four and a half hours, and I am not Ooh. a morning person, yeah. Like, see, this is, I mean, all right, that is extremely disturbing. Okay, I was just going to say, see, I have some coffee here. See, my little uh, café bustelo, yeah. my Cuban coffee. But guess what I found inside my coffee? I'm going to show you. Oh God! There was a fly inside my coffee. Oh, that's and wonderful. I took, yeah. And so I took a picture of it, but now for some reason it's not on my desk. It so there regi- is. It was it was caffeine drunk. Maybe. Now it's just caffeine high. Yeah, I literally like whizzing put it around. In my mouth. I put it in my mouth and I spit it out, and I'm like, "What the hell was floating around in my mouth?" And it was. A oh, that's gross. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like my entire fear. I always used to have fears, you know, like irrational fears. Uh-huh. That for some reason I would be drinking a Dr Pepper, and for some reason there was a roach inside the the soda, and no, I would no. never know because it was dark. So for us, what we used to do when we were having like uh, family outings, like you know, we would gather like the entire family at my grandparents' house, and we would eat outside, barbecue, do all sorts of stuff, and it would attract bees and flies. And what we would do is we would take a whole table, and I know it's a waste for sure, but 
everybody would drink half a soda and then put it on a completely separate table. And all the bees and all the flies would just mess around with the soda cans on that table. Now, you would get like a straggler or two trying to go for the food, but they would all go for the sweetness and sugar stuff of like the Big Red, the Dr. Peppers, the whatever. And so Interesting. We, we would just be like, okay, so that way we're not bothered by these bees. We're just going to put all the soda over here. That's genius. Yeah. And it works. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. So, man, I got to tell you, man, this week was – this was a whirlwind. I knew about PlayStation, um, you know, going to make their announcement. They were having their showcase today. Uh-huh. I mean, this week. Um, I was driving because I was getting ready to go to Home Depot because since, you know, I moved into the house, new house, I don't know how to do gardening. So, yeah, I straight up roasted, like, most of my shrubs. My plants. I just straight up burned them like fertilizer burns. So nice. I'm going to I'm going to Home Depot getting like because I had the warranty just so that I can you know switch them out. And I see, hey, PlayStation just made the announcement. I saw the price. I'm like four ninety nine for physical. Like if you want the CDs, three ninety nine yeah. for digital. And it said make sure to call in your store. You know like pre orders tomorrow. And I'm like, all right. So I'm calling stores. I immediately call Target because I want to make sure that they have it, so I know that I can that I can uh, go ahead and drive there early in the morning. Nope, they had absolutely no idea what I was talking about. I'm like, oh, this is great. Here awesome. goes Charlotte is coming up clutch. <laughs> um, <laughs> I call I call Best Buy. Best Buy's COVID message is about eight minutes long, so I said no. I probably lost the reservations already. Just waiting for Best Buy to let me connect with electronics. Yikes. So, so I did something that um, that I haven't done in a while, which is go to GameStop. Mm-hmm. And I call GameStop, and I'm like, hey, I want to know, are you guys doing your reservations tomorrow for PlayStation, or did I read the tweet wrong? And he goes, we're doing it right now. And I said, What? I'll be there in 15 minutes. I would be so pissed. <laughs> and 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 I was. I mean cuz cuz you you in fact did get one, right? You 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 did yeah, get yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, I I got I got I got the last one. Cuz that GameStop which was a, like the strip malls, they only got 20 copies. So get this. Get this. So I'm watching this event at work. My phone is at the corner of the table underneath the window so that way anybody walking past my lab does not see me watching, you know, something on my phone. And I have headphones that are basically like this that you see, like, via the call that we're on. And so they're huge. And so it just looks like I'm canceling out the engine noise, which everybody's supposed to do for their safety. But I'm listening to trailers and, like, watching it at the corner of my eye. And so I'm amazed by like almost half of the freaking announcement that they're making. I see the announcement for the prices and I'm like, yes. And then I see an IGN post say pre-orders can start as early as tomorrow. And I was like, all right, I am ready. And then I see little Mark here. I secured my pre-order and I'm, I immediately texted you. I didn't even, I didn't even question you on Twitter. Cause I was like, I don't want anybody else to know 
how to get these pre-orders. So I'm going to text you. And so I texted you. And you're like, oh yeah, I got mine at GameStop. And I was like, son of a bitch. And so... How it, dare you? And you <laughs> and you call me and you're like, hey, you need to jump on this because I got the last digital. And I was like, okay. I'm texting Abby. And I was like, hey, what are you doing? Hey, hey, hey. No response. She's like... This is the worst time for you not to be looking at your phone right now, babe. <laughs> for real. And she goes... I told you I'm working late. What's wrong? What's going on? I was like, oh, never mind. And so I'm like, she can't. Well, I, I told her, I was like, I was going to make you run around town to get me a PS5. And she didn't respond. That's how, like, like she was probably rolling her eyes. I was like, okay, whatever. And then I see that Target has them available via the app. Now... This is my mistake. I like to ask for permission instead of for forgiveness. So I texted Abby, hey, can I pre-order a PS5? And she responds immediately saying yes. And I was like, (gasps) and I immediately, like, from the moment I saw Target was available for pre-orders, from the moment I texted her, and from the moment she said yes, I went back to the Target app and they were sold out. Five minutes. Five minutes. And I'm like, I... All I, this to please the I, wife. I, I, hey, I can't, hey, I can't hey, do that, this. That, that, that's a good call, man. Good call. So, so you, you, you don't want to get the PlayStation and she'll always remember that one time. Remember that one time when you bought that system and you never even asked if how we were doing this stuff? Oh, yeah. You'll never hear the end of it. You would look at that PlayStation <laughs> and always remember that fight. So, good call, man. Good call. So... I spend the rest. Look, of the you day. were rewarded by a Sony email. Well, well, well. Before that, I'm refreshing Twitter. I'm refreshing any and all retailers, and all of a sudden, I see somebody post an Amazon leak, and for the digital, sold out. And then I see the the physical disc version, and they're available. Me and my coworker who is also the co-host for Batman News Weekly, Juice, we both click the link at the exact same time. We're standing next to each other. And we click the continue because the way the Amazon link was supposed to work, you click it and it would automatically just finish the transaction with no cost until it ships. We press the buttons basically at the same time. He got it and I didn't. I was so angry because I, I I will be honest my initial thought for the PS5 was to buy two in order to flip one I'll be completely honest that was my plan <laughs> I was gonna try to get one from GameStop or somewhere physical and then order one from Amazon okay and so the same person who posted the Amazon link, they said all the pre-orders are sold out and PlayStation hasn't even put out their emails. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that I freaking signed up for that like two weeks ago. What what the hell is, you know, what's going on with that? And I go home with a heavy heart that I'm not going to get this PS5. And as I'm going up the stairs to go to sleep, I hear a ding on my phone and I see 
this link, I click it, it says PlayStation. I'm like, oh, are you going to tell me that pre-orders are ready and I'm already, you know, sold out and I can't get it? And the ver- in large letters, the very first thing I see is, you have been selected. And I, like, I was about to throw my phone in excitement. I was about to yell, but everybody was asleep. But yes. You were going to throw your phone, then you broke it. And now you have a $1,000 purchase of a phone and you can't resolve. <laughs> that would basically, suck, man. Basically. But that is why we are recording early. Yes. Because at noon my time, I am going to be... I, I am literally sitting here with my credit card out. Here, I'm going to read it for you guys to buy me a PS5. Ready? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I am, I'm literally... like As soon as we get off this call, I'm going to be editing this podcast as fast as possible putting it on the air so that way i can just sit here and wait for that link to be available so it nice i'm gonna like because i i said i'm gonna buy the ps i'm gonna buy the digital ps5 and i was looking at the accessories i think a hundred dollars is a little too much for the headset right now like i know there's really expensive nice headsets that i will be willing to pay for later but with the purchase of the PS5, I'll wait on the headset. I am going to get the media remote, though. The media remote looks really nice. And it has... I didn't, even, I didn't... They never even told me about the media remote. It was... I got I got the... I reserved the extra remote. Yeah, the extra like controller. the extra controller. Mm-hmm. And then I reserved the... I guess they have, like, a docking station where you're going to be charging the, the the controllers. Yeah. So those are the things I reserved. I'm gonna get uh, the. I'm possibly gonna get the the docking uh, for the two. I'm gonna get the extra controller, and I'm gonna get the media. Yeah, because I I, th- I think the charger was like thirty something bucks. Yeah, like it it, it 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 was to the point where that to me is more worth the f- than having a freaking those micro SD charging things. You know, like well, having to... from from what it looks like on the digital version, like when you zoom in on the picture, it looks like it has one USB connection and then one micro USB connection. So I'm like, there's no there's there's not two slots for a controller, like for both controllers. Yeah. So what I'm gonna have to do, uh, because I have a. Uh, an external hard drive on on my PS4 with all of my games. And it says that PS4 games are 99% backwards compatible on the PS5. So I'm still going to have to connect that to my PS5. So I need something to charge my controller. So I need that docking station for sure. And then... Uh, th- Wait, so if you put a, if you put video games... Don't worry, we're going to talk comics. It's just there's only two of them. So that's why we're yeah, kind of yeah. going video games here. Um so if I have games and I move them to an external hard drive, I can still keep those games. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because you see, like for example, like I have not played Red Dead, but I have it physically. Now, see, I don't know how you would do that because it's all like because on a physical yeah, yeah, disc, I... you you still. I think you would have to purchase it again digitally. And then put it on the external hard drive. I've stopped buying physical games. I think I only have... I have three physical games. And one of them I actually purchased again for digital. 
so I have it on my on my PS4. How big of a external hard drive do you have? I have one terabyte, and I've had that for two years, and I put ev I put at least one game on the PlayStation Plus because you know they come out with two free games every single month. Sometimes I get both. Sometimes I just get one. But I have I been did, getting. I, did, it. I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah, if you have PlayStation I, Plus, I, they give you. I mean, two I free do. Games. I'm just. I'm just so. I'm so stuck on just getting, um, you know, just well, playing like my sports games, that all these features and stuff go right over my head, and I'll never know. Well, for me, it's it's more of like, yeah, I'll buy a game and I'll play it and I'll be obsessed with it and I'll I'll you know play it for however long, but then there's there's times where I'm just like, well, I don't want to play that game. I don't know what else to play. And now, because I've been doing that, because I've been downloading at least one or even two games every single month for free. Are they are they good games? Uh, sometimes they're like freaking awesome games. Sometimes like uh, Detroit Become Human. I got that. Yeah. I got that via a free month. Uh, fudge stickles? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I got. Uh, I think this month just as like a for me. It would be more of like out of pure boredom. I just want to play for nostalgia. Is uh, Street Fighter Five for this month? But they've done things like. Uh, I know that I downloaded Warzone, but that's just because my cousin told me about the Call of Duty. Uh, oh, yeah, no, yeah. not cousin, brother-in-law. He just said, "Hey, Warzone's free." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. So but I yeah, dude, they they legitimately have. Wait, wait, uh, let me... PlayStation they, Plus is the online features, right? Like, if yeah. you want to play online? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. I, I pay for it yearly, so I pay for yeah, it Yeah, yeah, so once. do I. It's just, I don't, I don't, then, I don't like, pay attention to it. I, I think it just does it automatically. Yeah. That people just say, like, oh, do you play online? I'm like, sure. But I yeah. don't, I don't, I don't know the names of anything. I just, let me play my sports games or... Like, they, my, I'm pretty sure it's, it's so funny because I bought... Uh, Batman Arkham Knight, like, I bought it a long time ago when it was, like, super expensive, and with all the DLCs and stuff, and then I, like, got rid of it on my PS4. Then I bought it again when it was $5, and then the very next month, they gave it for free on PlayStation Plus. Nice. So they give okay. really nice games on PlayStation Plus. You just ha kind of have to wait it out to okay. see what will so be... So then I guess what I should do... On games because like I don't know because I don't see the ghost uh, ghost of Tsushima I don't see that coming out for PS5 at least not immediately yeah so it feels like one of those things that if I want it I'm gonna have to you know like buy it I guess digitally right now on my PlayStation and then mm -hmm. yeah okay and then right. and then transfer it yeah yeah so that's what I do uh because I stopped buying physical. Just well, I mean, but if but if but if you purchase the game digitally, if you, if it's if it's inside my PlayStation, since I'm going to be using the same username, yes, you can go into your library. Then, technically, then I'll just go to library purchase and like re-download it onto the PlayStation. Yep. Cool beans. Yep. Yep. That's, God, I feel that like is such a loser. See, How do I not? And that the worst is why, part is I used to work at freaking GameStop, and I just this don't. Is, this is why I love digital. Just because, like, yeah, it's nice to have like a small shelf or whatever of like I don't, movies I, and games and stuff. For, for video games, I care about it. I mean, for comics, I care about the yeah. look of having yeah. things. But yeah, when it sure. comes to games or movies, I don't care. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But comics. Because that's why we're here. Are we? 
I, I think so. I so mean, on, on, honestly, you know, we care about more about g- this is a week for gaming more than it is for uh, dude, for comics. I I will admit, I will I will completely admit when they opened up that that event with the announcement of Final Fantasy sixteen, I I I lost it. I completely lost it. I I love the Final Fantasy uh, franchise. I love what they're doing what it looks like they're doing with 16 it's gonna I've, be awesome i've only i've only played 10 and 10 2 nice i mean still great series like if you want to play really good old final fantasy games eight and nine of course are always on everybody's list uh but if you want to go retro even something like tactics final fantasy tactics it's like that is it's it's I'm, almost. I'm lying to you. I think I played Final Fantasy like on Game Boy or something. Like that. Yeah, like the with, like, the, with the Golden Boy... Sun and Sun okay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I've played Golden Sun also, but yeah, uh, Tactics is just like it's so cool because it's more strategy based and it's just like a straight up chess game basically, and it's really okay. really fun. Uh, yeah, I think I think the RPG game that I've enjoyed the most besides Ten is Have you ever played Grandia? Uh no. I think I think it was Grandia 3. It was kind of like if it was like a clock mm-hmm. where if you're like when you're attacking, you will f- pretty much just look at the time like the dial and you would have to wait until your dude's like face will come back into the zone for you to go ahead and be able to attack again. So I it wasn't like it okay, it was- I I see what it is. This is basically this is either Dragon Quest or Final Fantasy. That's what it looks like. Because I'm looking so, at it right wow. now. Yeah. So you see, like the little, um, those the, like the little faces on the turn dial on the left. Yeah. It's kind of like you have to wait. Like you're so obviously, if you get poisoned, it's going to be moving slower. But depending on how you're, you know, it'll activate. Will determine like how how rapid can you attack. Sweet game, man. I absolutely loved it. Nice. Like, that was... Play, PlayStation 2 was kind of, like, my jam for, like, RPGs. Between that and, like, the... Like, Persona. Persona 4 and those kind of games. Yeah. Loved it. And then, honestly, I think RPGs kind of died for me once I had a kid. Because <laughs> since I because since I can't play as much as I used to, it's kind of like... It, it's hard to play games that you invest 50 hours into. Because mm-hmm. for me, that would be maybe a year <laughs> of just playing that game. That's why I haven't played Red Dead yet. I haven't even played Phantom Pain, and my favorite series in video games is Metal Gear Solid. But I just know that I would not be able to give it the I the have time. yet to play a Metal Gear Solid game. Ever. You suck at life. <laughs> I now hope I you don't I, get the PlayStation. I, no, I'm oh, oh my um, gosh! I can't believe I you rebuke just said that. what I said. But I, I will say, I will say. Guess what was free on PlayStation Plus? What Metal Gear Solid Phantoms Five Phantoms? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, Phantom Pain. Yeah, yeah. I, I have that. Yeah, I have that. Oh, you got it. I okay. got it for free because I pay. You know the year amount of PlayStation Plus. So, how, so how would I know? Do I just go to PlayStation Plus and see what's free? So, yeah. So, so 
I will say PlayStation will make the I announcement. I promise in two minutes we're going to talk comics. Go ahead. <laughs> so PlayStation will usually make the announcement the week before a new month. Or somebody like comicbook.com or whatever will make the, uh, will be like, oh, PlayStation has two brand new games for PlayStation Plus. Now, you get sometimes you get like real stinkers. Like I think there was one month where it was like two farming games. Like one was Farm Simulator. And the other one, like, I, I can't even remember what it was. Hey, 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 hey. I would probably play that. <laughs> I mean, you have, like, freaking 18 hours of the day to yourself, so I, I completely understand. But, yeah, like, the, there's games like that sometimes that are on there also. Uh, FIFA has been free before, randomly. Uh, so, the, All right, what I'll just do is I'll Venmo you a dollar, and then you can just alert me when the games are out. Oh, I, I have no problem just texting you, man. I'll text you and be like, hey, new games are this and this. Uh, like I said, this what? month before the if end If my of- electronic dollar is not good enough for you, then screw you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what you could do? You could be awesome. And just because I, I had a good day yesterday. I had a really good day yesterday. Um, a good friend of mine uh, finally got his art piece that I sent him. Uh, the the Black Panther uh, sprite paint that I sent him uh, and he posted it and I got like three people messaged me like hey where can I get one and so I was able to sell at least two of them yesterday and I'm going to be shipping those out uh, beginning of next week so if you guys are interested in some of my art you can check out on Instagram you know check out what I have done before and if that's something that you'd be interested in you can always, you know, send me a direct message on Twitter because that's where I'm most active. But yeah, I felt really good, you know, getting back in the game, and I actually bought like a whole bunch of uh, a spray paint earlier this I week. I saw it. I saw. I saw your Zack Snyder shot of uh, spray paint cans. Oh, I'm gonna have a lot more of those because I, I told Abby that uh, I think every project will have at least one or two TikTok videos, and I'm like gonna add music to it. It's going to be, like, super cinematic. I'm going to love it. Nice. Yeah. So, talk about love it. Did you love Detective Comics 1027? This was this was a big issue. I was trying to explain to my wife. I'm like, babe, this is, like, a huge issue. She's like, why? It's, like, a weird number. And I'm like, well, this is the first time that Batman appeared in Detective Comics 27. And she goes... So what happened the first 27 issues? And I'm like, oh, it's just regular detective kind of just, you know, little mystery stories. Like nothing really It was nothing super-based. Like su- yeah, su- it was nothing superhero superheroes. Yeah. So she's like, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, this is not even a special number. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. So she's like, did you go to the comic book story? I'm like, no, I haven't gone yet. She's like, Mark, this is usually a big deal for you. Like for action for Superman 1000. And for Detective 1000, you went to the store, like, immediately. How come you haven't gone for this one? And I'm like, oh, because I've read it. <laughs> and she goes, what, you didn't like it? And I was like, <sighs> now, I, I, couldn't, say- I couldn't even answer it because I, I, it was okay, but I don't know why. I, I don't I, – I will, I will say we were both tagged in a conversation about which one was better, 1000 or 1027. Now it's I will not say, a robot podcast from one of our big listeners, uh, Tony Walton. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and Josh, I want to say, but I'm I'm bad with names. <laughs> but uh, I did, in fact, enjoy some 
books in this issue. I did. I did too. Just not not worth the price to want to pay. I I enjoyed. Dete- I, did, uh, I enjoyed Detective 1000 more. Now, I will say, I did so purchase... Did I. Before we even got these review copies, I did, in fact, purchase a Detective 1027. And that is because uh, Art Germ did a cover with Batman and Batwoman. It looks awesome. Uh, and I'm probably just going to save that to eventually get signed and slapped uh, for CGC. You know, which most of the covers or books nowadays, I just buy for the cover art for eventual sign and slap. But what would you say is a story that you enjoyed in Detective 1027? All right. Well, let me, let me go back to like at I wasn't in a rush to purchase, but I did end up buying. I got two because I did really enjoy the Frank Quietly Batman and Robin one. Mm-hmm. And Lee Bermijo is one of my favorite artists, so I did do I did do that one, and I did enjoy that one thoroughly. Uh, but in terms of the stories that I enjoyed, uh, I gotta be honest, I I did kind of, I mean, again, there was nothing really like whoa, this is mind boggling on how, but for some reason, I did kind of enjoy the Bendis one actually. Oof. I, I I don't I don't know why I think it's I, I I think what happens with me sometimes like with the Bat Family is that I look at it and then I'll be like man this is like cringy and it like it annoys me but then there's moments where I kind of wish that you would sense like that wholesomeness I I don't I don't know how to ex- I don't know how to explain it more than that. Now it's not it's not a story. Stop shaking your head. I can't think. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, but uh, honestly, there 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 was like a a wholesomeness to it between you know Batman. Again, I don't like the way that he characterizes it, but I don't know. There was like it had a sense of family that I you just don't get a lot of. But I don't know. But honestly, my my favorite one was the Chip Zdarsky one. The Chip Zdarsky and Matt Fraction. See, I like that until the point where Joker makes Batman scream, where is my birthday present? Give me my birthday present! (laughs) (laughs) I could not help but read it in Christian Bale's Batman voice. And I'm just like, I I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. You know what's funny? Like, whenever I hear Batman's voice and it's something like that, I have so much trouble. Like, I I don't listen. I don't hear Christian Bales anymore. I think I've seen so many of, like, the college humor, like the Pete Holmes. Yeah. The Pete Holmes doing the parody (laughs) that I know. I just always think of Batman like an idiot when he's running. I mean, when he's yelling. But, yeah, the Matt Fraction, I mean, I really did enjoy that one as well. Uh I, I, I gotta say, like, um, the Greg Rucka one didn't really, I don't know, I, I, I didn't enjoy that one, and it was, and that was one of the ones that I was really hoping that I would enjoy, just because, especially with Rucka and, you know, Eduardo Risso working together, I mean, to me, mm-hmm. that's usually, like, a match made in heaven, but what about you? For me, um, I will say... I love, and you know this, I love Brad Walker's art in the very first story. 
but mm-hmm. it was so annoying that it was the Joker, the Penguin, Mister Freeze, yeah, Clayface, Catwoman, down the road gallery, and and it was just like over Deathstroke, Deathshot, and I'm just like, dude, tell a story, and there was no story, and I'm just like, okay, whatever, and so from getting from that frustration to immediately seeing. Marquez's art, I'm like, this is awesome. And then I scroll, like, I start reading it and I'm like, this is a Bendis book. And then I scroll more and I see the credits of Brian Michael Bendis and I'm like, I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Uh, I ended up reading the entire thing because I'm like, okay, let me be an actual reviewer and try to finish this book. And yeah, I did not like the Bendis story whatsoever. Like, Having Jason just scream on top of his lungs the entire time. This is a kill box. It's a kill box. It's a kill box. Robin, it's a kill box. Nightwing, it's a kill box. Batgirl, it's a kill box. Batman, it's a kill box. And I'm just like, bro, like, chill out. Like, this is. Well, I mean, again, it's. There's the very annoying trope. It's just, I don't know why. I, I, I enjoy. I don't know if it was because of Tom King and Tom King with like the Bat Burger and stuff. He made the Bat Family with like a lot of witty banner. Uh-huh. I I kind of like enjoyed that, and you get some of that here with weird characterizations. I get it, but I'm talking about in terms of a tone. I enjoyed the family dynamic where I was able to enjoy it for what it was, mm-hmm. instead of getting the regular stuff that Bendis does that just has it never annoyed me at first but i think co-hosting with you you've kind of <laughs> you've put like a black spot in my heart where now i see this stuff and i'm like oh god yeah so uh it's gonna be so sweet dude to december see none cannot of it. come soon enough no no because see december is still full of it like december is knowing that it's gonna be the last though that's oh okay be, yeah, yeah yeah okay sure. but january my like birthday, I'm thinking, I'm thinking January myself, is my birthday month. God birthday. knew, he knew. He's like, 2021, I got you. This is I the year you. of clay. Wait, oh, what, what's your uh, when's your birthday? January seventh, like right January at the beginning. 7th. So it, okay. oh man, I I need to double check it to see. Wait, wait, wait. Do you get Christmas presents? Uh, hardly. Or do you not? Oh, I I is more about for your birthday. I get people that are like. Here's your Christmas present, but it might as well be your birthday present too. And I'm just like, you jerk. Like, it's it, like it's like a whole week and a half from my from from Christmas to my birthday. Like, I mean, you can literally just get like a cool, just get them like a nice freaking superhero shirt for Christmas or something, and then give them their birthday present. Come on, exactly. No, no, no. Like for real. Like, give me something that I'm like, eh, I'll appreciate. But then give me something I want for my birthday, like yeah, that's what that that's all you got to do, people. That's all you got to do. Now, Loser. I will say, I I do feel sorry for my grandmother on my dad's side. Her birthday is December twenty seventh, and I'm just like, oof, uh, that's bad. Merry birthday. There you go. Serious, yeah, for real. <laughs> but uh, I really enjoyed surprisingly. Because of the writer, I surprisingly liked Ghost Story with okay. Kenyon and Riley Rosmo. Rosmo's art 
doesn't always get me. Like, it, it usually is kind of a turnoff. Uh, but for this, it just worked. It honestly did. Uh, I I genuinely enjoyed the story. So, Tinian, good on you. I have some words for you on the next book that we talk about. But, good on you for this story. And I will say, surprisingly, very surprisingly, the very next story, Kelly Sudaconic's four story. I, I, I didn't I didn't read it. I saw Romita's art and I skipped it. Now, I don't know if you're looking at it right now. If you go to the panels where you start to see Batman, there is actually a panel that I liked. And you're like, how the hell can you like anything like John Romita Jr.? And I was like, it either has to be this part where Batman is clotheslining somebody and breaking their nose, or if when he's carrying them by their shirt. And I looked at the panel again where he is clotheslining somebody, and one leg has, like, no bone. So I'm like, okay, that's not the panel that I like. It's got to be the panel where he is holding him up by their shirt. And I don't know, like, I know the cowl very much looks more like Wolverine's. It's way too low. And, like, it's covering a little bit more of his cheeks than usual. But yeah, it... I just think the pose looks cool, and it worked out. But, surprisingly, this story was pretty good. I will say, I think it's still a little weird how Bruce Wayne is always able to convince the GCPD to always work undercover. Because there has been, recently, a lot in the digital first. But, uh, you know, they finally did something that is physical here, where Bruce is actually working with the police. You know, he always seems to find a way to work with the police. And I'm just yeah. like, how does no one know that he's Batman yet? Like, honestly. Well, I actually, I'm actually surprised when I saw it, now that I think about it, that Kelly Sue actually wrote Batman, considering she hates him. Oh, she hates Batman. She, she said on a podcast that, like, she said no to this three times before they were able to convince her. And... It's because she hates rich white men. Like, she straight up said, "I there is no such thing as a good billionaire. Which, apparently, in the news recently, uh, there was a billionaire uh, this month or this, like, this week that has given, in total, like, I think $10 billion away to, like, uh, lower class. Mm-hmm. Because he saved $20 million for his retirement, and he gave the rest away. Like, just straight up, just like, ah, I, don't, I don't need this anymore. Which I think is awesome. But, I digress. Uh, she hates Bruce Wayne. She hates the idea of Batman. And her original story was supposed to be about time management. This has nothing to do with time management. So, no. I don't know... Like, if she wrote, like, a really bad, like, I hate Bruce Wayne time management story, and they were like, yeah, we can't do this. And so, <laughs> she had to do something else. Um, but I really love this this Indiana Jones, Marv Wolfman... Uh, that, one, that, one, that one was surprisingly it, quite it enjoyable. Was, it was entertaining. Now... I don't know if you remember, and I'm sure you do because we are both Superman fans. Marv Wolfman last year, 
I think it was last year. The one shot. The one shot, one hundred page Superman story. Yes, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it would be pretty cool to continue this story in something like that, because they have like this cliffhanger of like, because it's all about like this 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 old art collection that you know uh, belongs to these uh, these immigrants that were now on American soil that they lost all their their art. I think it would be kind of cool. But I think Marv, like Marv Wolfman, for it being 2020, he still got it. He he still has the writing yeah, chops. I, again, yeah, he, surprisingly, because there, there are many now. I don't know if it's just because maybe he, he still has it when it comes to a short form. Like yeah, a short form version, mm-hmm. but I I really did enjoy that that Superman that collect- I don't remember what it was called, but like the the stories that I were think it was, there, like was like Superman Man of Tomorrow, and and I think it was just one story about how it's like a revision of him of of Superman be well of Clark becoming Superman. I think yeah. that's what it was about. But but uh, I I. I I read the the Mariko Tamaki, and I was not aware. I mean, I think you kind of like vaguely mentioned, but you're not 100% sure if she is going to be the new writer for Detective Comics. She is not. She is not. Okay. So I, I looked at the most recent uh, solicitations. Of course, that would be December. Okay. And it still says Tamasi. So I don't know if she's temporarily going to be on it for like next month or whatever. She might just be doing like an arc or something. Yeah, like a like a two like a two parter. Yeah, but it is starting up this really big story. Uh, yes, it apparently is going to involve uh, Batman. In this story, you see that the police mistaken him as like somebody who is wanting to hurt the police force. Yes, and that's what is going to happen. In the next detective story, it's gonna be this. How, like, how do you how do you feel about that? Like when you see more of a, like a Batman against the police, the, the the GCPD. I I feel like it's been done before. Like you know, it's I think it's a very big trope for Batman for Gotham to be against him, mm-hmm. and it's it's almost like the idea that Batman can never be happy. It's like Gotham can never really work with Batman, and I'm just like we've seen this before. Like, yeah. it's been 80 years, and you're telling me that Batman cannot have a good relationship with Gotham? Yeah. Like, I, I just think it's... We're, we're moving backwards when we need to be moving forward. I agree. I agree. I mean, I, I did I did enjoy the story, though. But, yeah. it's, but it, it is one of those things where... It's, I guess it's the tough part when you're doing these characters and they have such a long history that I'm just like, I've read this already. Yep. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like you, there's, there has to be one thing that kind of like at least gives you that hope on like, okay, what will be different here that will make this interesting? And I mean, this one doesn't do it, but it's... It's enough to because I'm always curious on how relationships between Batman and the GCPD will be, but I feel like as long as Jim Gordon is you know alive and stuff, I feel like it's always going to be somewhat controlled. Yeah, which is one of the reasons why I liked 
the White Knight where you saw kind of like Gordon against Batman for a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, or when you're seeing, um, oh, man. Or even, uh, what's it called? Batman's Grave. Oh, when yeah. he's actually like straight up going the, I think checking on a crime scene or bringing a criminal, and you're seeing the cop with like the um, the like, happy fingers. Yeah, he's like he's like his he's hand ready. On his gun. Yeah. yeah, like there's like subtle moments like that. I'm like, ooh, there's this tension that I want to see where it goes. But sometimes they just build the tension and then they just completely ignore it, which is which is the part that's a bummer. But yeah, I, I do agree that Detective Comics 1000 felt a lot more special. Mm-hmm. Like it had very, very special moments, and even the heartfelts between like the and Kevin I w- Smith, like with like the with the logo. I yeah, will tell was- you this. I will tell you this. Bendis wrote a better story in Detective One Thousand than he did here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Yeah. Now, I've been telling you for a year now. My boy, Dan Mora. Needs to be on Batman. What do you think? Don't you slander his name. I see that face. Don't do it. It's it's just that it's too pretty. I don't, don't say how. What? It's supposed I to mean, be pretty. It's art. It's beautiful. yeah. I know. Like I mean, there. Like I, look, look. I, there's the there's a specific panel that it says like kaboom and he's like pushing the officer out of the way like okay. i think that's one of my favorite panels in this entire thing i'm trying i'm trying to look at it right now hold on it's like right after the officer steps on the explosive and like it starts to explode and then okay. there's a second explosion and batman pushes the officer he's kind of like like his his art his back is arching his back yeah 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 I'm yeah. looking at it now I think I don't know why that's one of my favorite panels I I I think it's when I'm seeing Mora here this world right here just reminds me of Red Robin like Red Robin before New Fifty Two with like Marcus Toe like there that there's, was so good too. No, oh. no, no. I mean, I loved the story, but I, I guess, like, it, it, it fit with Tim. I don't... For some reason, I... I don't I, I don't know why. Like, I just don't dig it for, like, this character. Now, I mean, there's honestly... There's, like, literally nothing wrong with this. It's just, like, my... In terms of my style, I don't know why. Like, I kind of prefer the... The art that just looks a little bit more worn. That's like that's one reason why I don't like um, I don't like Brad Walker. I mean, well, first I don't like his his art designs at all, but I just think it's too I don't know. It's too digital. There's something there's something there that I just don't like. For me, for example, like there's there's pretty like Michael uh, Michael Jannon. That's okay. Very pretty art. But there's something, like, monotone. There's something... I don't know if it's the color grading. Uh, there's just something there that you can... It can look gorgeous. It's but very... It still it's, looks, but it still looks grit, gritty. It's, there's it's something The thing about it. Michael Jannon, he, he does this thing where it looks very flat, but it looks very 3D. Like, it's, it's both flat and 3D at the same time. I don't know how to explain okay. it. 
that that you know what flat is a good song that that's a that's a nice adjective that that's a good one that i would use which is yes there's something to that there's something to like seeing like lee weeks there yeah. you know it's there i don't know it it's something that, that but that's just me i just yeah. prefer that now let me hit you with this we see lucius fox in the story and he's wearing a mask over okay. his mouth. And I'm like, why are they putting all this COVID stuff in my detective comics? But I do have to admit, what if, because Batman and Batwoman saved Lucius from Wayne Tower and he was all jokerized, what if he's still smiling and he can't get rid of it and he has to wear that now? punch him in the face that is insane like it, it would I, be i yeah. need to see the reveal of like him taking it down and seeing that he's stuck with a smile Oof. Oof. that would be insane yes it would be and terrifying yes but i think i think that i enjoyed it like i said it it is a, a just another you know thing that has happened before uh you know, with this whole Batman against the GCPD. And we'll see how it goes. I think that this may be the last arc of Bruce Wayne Detective Comics. Maybe. And the reason why I'm saying that mm. is because there was another story, I don't know if you read it, called Generations Fractured. By yes, I, Dan Jurgens. Yes, this is the prequel to the uh, to the Generations book that is coming out in January with Dan Jurgens. Okay. Okay. This is just a fun, you know, story about Batman fighting the Monster Men, mm-hmm. and then he. Uh, gets transferred into the past, but it's not just this Batman being transferred to the past. He turns into the Batman of 1939. He has literally only been Batman for maybe a couple days, maybe even a week. And he gets confronted by Commandy, who was sent... Oh, it, he, it was, that was actually a nice surprise. Yeah, he gets sent by Booster Gold. So random little easter egg there uh, but he convinces him to go into the future and that's that we won't see anything else in prob- probably until January but uh, it's piqued my interest for sure uh, and I you know I know I, I sent you the article about that generations uh, number one that's going to be coming yes. out in January it's very interesting you know, this whole thing with, I think the lineup is uh, Batman, Steel, Dr. Light, Booster Gold, Commandy, Starfire, and Sinestro. That is the team. That's an interest. That's a very eclectic group of uh, people. Well, I was talking to Juice, and I was talking to some other people, uh, and I even uh, talked to Jim and Eric from the Weird Science Podcast, uh, and I said... If you look at it, I think each one of these characters is supposed to represent 
a generation of the comics industry. Commandy would be Kirby, for sure. Golden Age. Okay. Uh, we could also say that, like, uh, Sinestro and Starfire... Well, no. I think the next one would be uh, Batman. It, w- it would. I think it would be Batman and Commandy would be... You know, the top two generations. Mm-hmm. Then it would be uh, Sinestro. Then. Uh, so Sinestro would be John's? Yeah. Okay. Then we have Steel, Starfire, and Booster for like that Silver Age, modern 90s era. And which feels very. Which is like very Jurgens. Yeah. And then Dr. Light. It's kind of the in-between of Jurgens and Johns. Because that was okay. when they transitioned from the, the male uh, Dr. Light to the female Dr. Light. Which is this is going to be a part of. Uh, okay. So I, I see what they attempted to do. Uh, will it work? We will see. Uh, I do enjoy the fact that Steel is a part of that team. Just because I've been wanting more of Steel and we have not seen him at all. So, uh, I mean, I haven't seen him since freaking Superwoman was a thing, you know? Dude, so man, that's true. That's true. I, I think he... Man, John Henner, man, John, that guy just disappears, man. He, he was a part of Metal. I know that he fought the, uh, the Devastator in Metal. But after that, I didn't really see him. I don't know, man. Metal, metal is an event that I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't remember anything about. So, yeah, I, 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 I think having John, John Henry uh, Irons in the limelight again will be pretty awesome. So, especially since he's part of the Superman family, so I think I'm gonna enjoy that. Uh, they gave Sinestro a green ring again, so seeing him as a Green Lantern will be fun. Okay. Uh, and uh, Starfire and Dr. Light, you know, I haven't seen much of them either. So seeing yeah. them will, will be interesting. So Nice. Now we have to go to a place. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> well, hey, just like December is a big month for Superman fans because it is the ending of an era. Well, in December, we also get the Batman, the Batman, I think, the Batman we like back. Yes, with <laughs> Tom King. That's very yes. true. Yes. Now, I also want to let you know, in Dece- starting in December, all the way until December of 2021, we are getting a Tom King Batman for an entire 13 months. Love it. From December of 2021 to December of... Tw- I mean, from 2020 to 2021. And also, in December of 2020, we are getting three Tom King books. We are getting Strange Adventures, Rorschach, and Batcat. December and in my is... Case- it gonna, it's going to be Christmas galore. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Plus, you get that that uh, the endless. Oh, the endless, endless winter. winter. 
yeah. which does look very interesting. It does. I'm actually getting more excited about reading it. I I hope that this is... I don't think it's going to be a huge event, but I think it's going to be a good mini-event. Well, I mean, it, it might be something just kind of like a convergence that yeah. was like a was like a one-month thing. It was like it held people over. It allowed... Do you know what, it, the, do you know, do you know what it's giving me? It's giving me Final Night vibes. I could see that. And if it does something like that, I'm going to be happy. I will be happy. <laughs> now, I <laughs> there was it's really funny because uh Scott from the uh Squad Squadcast uh media, he I think back in 2015 uh, he... Well, wait. Didn't didn't Ron Mars do Final Night? Did he really? Hold on, hold on. I don't remember. Final Night. Sorry for the why clicking. do I f- why do I feel like Ron Mars was involved in Final Night? Now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, n- no. It was no? Carl Kessel. Man, I don't... Okay. Maybe... Man, I don't know why, dude. But I feel like Ron Mars was... Unless he did, like, a tie-in to it. Maybe. I'll have to do some more research. But... Okay. uh, It was really funny because... Scott from uh, Squadcast Media, back in 2015... He... uh, on a whiteboard, explained DC's continuity to his students. Yes, I saw that. That was funny. And uh, Stu, Stu Little, uh, another uh, good uh, Twitter friend, uh, he said, hey, you forgot Final Night. And then Scott said, oh, well, so does DC. (laughs) Oh, love it. Because they don't, Love it. they never talk about it. They genuinely, like, hardly ever talk about it anymore. Uh, which is no, a really yeah, see, big even, even, on, even on DCComics.com, it's written by Carl Kessel. It, it looks like Carl Kessel might have written it, but Ron Mars was the one that did the story. <gasps> you know how, like, you know how, like, um, uh, what's it called? So, so, so like, they you know, did... like Snyder, Snyder would do scripts like mm-hmm. Justice League, but uh, Tinian was doing like those the the breather issues during yeah. Justice League run. I think it was something like that. Oh, I'm gonna be so happy. Okay, see, I, this I mean, I this like... this genuinely made me happy for the for the title now. So this is like one of those few times that my recollection actually works. Yeah, you, my you, re- <laughs> you you usually say that your your memory is like a potato. So, well, I mean, I can't even. I don't. I didn't even remember what Marv Wolf and Superman story was. I, <laughs> I, I I don't. I don't remember these things. I kind of just read them for the entertainment. But it, I don't. I don't keep things in head canon. But then for some reason, sometimes something will work. Like who the hell talks about Final Night? And I'm gonna remember Ron Mars. <laughs> what the hell? God, my oh, brain's that's, weird. That is awesome, though. I'm I'm genuinely more excited for it though, uh, because of that. That that that's is funny. awesome. But uh, but yeah, uh, Batman ninety nine was my initial thoughts. The biggest kick in the nuts for any Nightwing fan. 
because Jim Lee. Well, I mean the the cover. I mean cover doesn't help. Oh yeah. So if you look at the cover, gorgeous cover by George Jimenez. He also did a uh, a variant of this that was. Oh my God, my little sister is so loud right now. Um, it was a variant of this that didn't have. I don't think it had any of the uh, clown goons in the background, but it had a black background. It was red. It looked awesome. I I still have it saved on my phone. Looked awesome, and it says here, Nightwing, the first Robin, the final ally. I'm like, all right, I'm ready for this. We get an intro with Joker, which I felt was a little wordy, but you know, whatever. I, I mean, it was a little wordy, but it there was a lot that made me. It made me wonder if this was. Tinian trying to do Joker saying a story that means nothing just to kind of you know sometimes he just likes to have conversations but they're kind of like meaningless but here you're kind of having a Joker talk about uh, talk about like who he was before he got the before the chemicals and and the bleats on this and the skin and how and I was like wait why this seems but again like I mean it's one of those things, like, I don't know how to take that. Like, is Tinian just trying to be, like, deep and do something with a Joker he's never done? Or was it just the Joker doing what he does? Because, you know, at the end, he just shot the guy and killed the guy. But I don't know why. Like, I just, there was something about it that just made me feel like Tinian is trying to do layers to this character. And yeah. I, I, I don't know why. I didn't. I didn't appreciate it because it didn't – normally you know when the Joker is just like playing and just doing like those – like a story to be a story. But I didn't feel it here. It felt like if he was trying to layer it and, and give an actual glimpse of who he was before and I, and I didn't want that. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know why I didn't – I didn't like it. And then again here, this is another picture of Clown Hunter – where two issues ago he was seven years old and now he's twenty, so I don't I see, don't and, get. And here's the thing: like he, you see him throw this clown, oh, like off the off the top of this roof, right? Mm-hmm. And the dude already looks dead, so dropping him from above is just like overkill to me. Like show him screaming, show it more gruesome. Like how am I supposed to be like shocked at this character? With these, yeah. like, random clip show moments that he's getting. Like, mm-hmm. he's not a character to me right now. He's just like, oh, a panel. Cool. Let's keep going. Yeah. Like, there's there's only, to my knowledge, 104 issues that Tenyon... Well, he's only going to be until 104, at least. Maybe 105, depending on how this book is released by the end of December. Because we know that uh, Ridley Scott is doing the... Uh, John Ridley. John Ridley. A, a, yeah, sorry. A, a director. Sorry. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, that's wrong. I mean, if he's doing like Gladiator <laughs> in the DCU, then all right, do it. But uh, John Ridley is doing Batman in January. We know this. So, you know, 
Well, is he doing Batman or is he, he doing he's, like uh, he's doing like a, a, a miniseries? He's doing a miniseries that is supposed to have very big implications for Batman and the DC's continuity. That's what was said all over DC fandom. So, but is it on the Batman title? My assumption is that it's going to become the Batman title. That's what everybody okay. is assuming. Like, even okay. though uh, Jim Lee shot down any on all rumors about uh, 5G becoming a thing, I still think that Bruce Wayne is going to stop being Batman and uh, Luke Fox will become Batman. I hate that so much. But, and the but... reason why is I've been listening to uh, Chris and Jordan and Eric and Jim recently uh, talk about some prior books that we've talked about, and they've caught things that we didn't catch. And there's a lot of language between Bruce Wayne and others talking about Batman as if Bruce Wayne doesn't want to be Batman anymore. And I think people are starting to leave breadcrumbs for what will eventually happen to somehow Bruce is going to be like, you know what? I have this entire family. I have Jason. I have Dick. I have Damien. I have Tim. Hey, Luke, do you want to be Batman? Like, it doesn't yeah. make sense, but it's going to happen. And Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been hearing Jim and, and Jim and Eric uh, do that. It's it, Honestly, it's been a while since I've heard Chris and Jordan, I think, for over like a month. And it's only because with football starting and, you know, their issues are <laughs> – their episodes are usually like one or two weeks behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it's kind of like it's harder for me to like go back and just want to listen to something so far behind. Um, I, I just – I mean, my my position's been set on that. I just don't. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a fan of that idea uh, at all. Uh, but in, in in this book, okay, I do have to give credit to George Jimenez, though. There is about I think three or four splash pages on this book on this on this comic that, that is well worthy. Amazing. If it's either the Joker when he was in the limo and he was talking about. How Batman is trying to fix something and something that doesn't need the fixing, and 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 that little where you see his goon just creating chaos, mm-hmm. beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. Um, I mean, Batman landing in Ace Chemicals is probably one of the prettiest Batman picks that I've seen in, and even the time. one right after that, yes, with him right after walking that, like it, the the camera re- reverses and sees his front side, and he's walking towards the Ace Chemicals. You see. Gotham in the background. Gorgeous. Awesome. But what did I tell you last episode about how Tinian was going to handle Punchline? No, Nightwing. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. oh, What did I. I I thought you were. I thought you were trying to go back because I know that I skipped the conversations between Joker and Punchline and Punchline. Of course, Batman left them for the cause, but the goons caught her, so she was able to escape. Of course, it was going to be that convenient and easy. Oh, yeah. Um, but- yeah, you told me, man. You said you were going to be pissed if it was going to be all this teasing, all this stuff here. You get the comic, the 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 the, the thing, and all it's going to be is like this subtle 
This guy has Nightwing back. I, I, I told you. I said, I swear to God, if Batman just gives Nightwing the suit and we don't see Nightwing, I'm going to be pissed. And Tinian literally did exactly that. Exactly. To the T. To the point of taking out a freaking briefcase from, like, I don't know if he was doing it, like, freaking uh, diehard style. Did he have the suitcase, like, taped to his back? And, like, he took it out? Or, like... The battery. Stop. Stop. I... I, I, I t- no, that's... that's uh, It's just that uh, Batman hasn't done... He hasn't, like, revealed a new gadget. So his gadget is is that he's like those gag clowns that just continuously are pulling things out of like a shoe. But well, apparently he cape. can hold he can hold briefcases. He can hold who else? Who knows what else he has back there that he could just be hiding? Because that's a big ass freaking briefcase that just it's is pop- huge, and it just like he he just takes it out of nowhere. And I see, and, I, and, and like, and the thing is, like, I didn't even notice, I didn't even notice that, like, until you like mentioned. I'm like, oh my god, that's so true. That's ridiculous. Because I kind of just looked at the briefcase, like, seeing it so big, that I didn't even see that him pulling it out. But that oh, yeah. was really because it's it, like cause, right in the dead center of the page. It's supposed to be like this eye opening thing. You're like, oh, it's the suit. Yeah, because what was getting me throughout this entire process was. How many times do we need to hear Batman say, I should be more open, I need your help, uh, I'm going to be better, the city needs me to be better, the city needs you, let's do this together. Only for the next issue, something's going to happen and says, Batman, what are we going to do? I have it. You have to let us help. I have this. And he just never opens up, and it's going to go right back to the same thing. And, and we're just going to have the same revolving issue that, like, those moments mean nothing. Like, how many times are we going to be getting rooftop conversations about Batman withholding things from his family to then only have him have these kids who are supposed to be smart realize that they're being played only for Batman now in, let's say, Batman 150 to have the same conversation on the roof. And everyone's going to be like, we're behind you, Batman, till the end. Yeah. So no, what's going it, on? And don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> like, like, Mark, <laughs> I will tell you this. I saw that briefcase. I looked at – I didn't even read the next two pages. Saw that Nightwing was not going to put on the suit. And I closed the book. I have not finished this story. <laughs> now, uh, I do know the very last page, but I have not read any dialogue from the moment Batman says, or from the moment Dick says, he still has the Wayne Fortune. What are you going to do about that? And I closed the book. Well, okay, so you have the two nice splash pages. Besides that, the only thing that you're getting is, yes, Bruce lands at Ace Chemicals. He's about to go in to stop this, and Harley interrupts. Well, she actually shoots him. Um, Well, first she shoots, like, at his feet, and then she shoots again and kind of, like, nicks him in the arm. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of like when I mentioned to Jim, like, the one decent part is kind of like them talking to each other and the contrast where – 
Harley is at that point where she's going there because she's going to kill the Joker. Yeah. And she's like, we can no longer have him alive. How many times are you going to continue to stop him for him to only to escape? And then it's only going to get bigger and bigger because no matter what you do, like how many more punch, she even says like, how many more punchlines do you want him to make out there? She's like, she's like, listen, I know you could kick my ass. One but listen, for if- each Robin. <laughs> so she goes, look, this is the deal. Like, if she's like, if he, if Joker kills you, Batman, I'm taking the shot. And I don't care what your stupid code is. I don't care any about that. He's going to keep on getting away with killing all these people that you say that you care about. She's like, no. So I'm going to shoot him down. And Batman's like, no. Then she goes, then you better stop me now. And you better put me down hard because that's the only thing that's going to be, that's going to stop me. Because this, because this story needs an ending. And you just see Batman walk away. And when Batman walks, so I was like, damn, that was, that was like two panels that I was like, whoa, this is good. And I was like, Tinian, you son of a bitch. And like, like, it was like, okay, like you actually can write like a decent comic. And that's outside of indie because his indie stuff is fire. Um, and then, of course, this is Batman going like no Joker. No freaking way. <laughs> I'm looking at the next page. Like Alfred? (laughs) What did Tony tell you on that? That's why he says, oh, he's like, I hope Alfred's not like a big part of the story. (laughs) And that's why why I did the Michael Scott (laughs) joke. Because (laughs) Joker's like, Joker, it's over. He's like, "We're, we're taking the city back. And of course, there we go. Joker supposedly takes Alfred out of, pulls him out of the grave. And we're getting the green ooze thing. Of course, oh, the famous next snap. Batman is back to this isn't real. And then you have a Jokerized, I guess Tinian must have gotten um, a the hot bit. To- the hot toys. Yeah, that what we had like in Comic-Con with the Jared Leto um, yeah. Suicide Squad. I think he got that with that future. It looks kind of like if he took the futuristic... You know that dream, the future sequence. Well, or whatever, yeah, there, that... there was the that blue suit, which oh, that's right, know. that punchline. That yeah. that's right, yeah. punchline had, yeah. So they just you know they pimped it out Joker style, and it's. I was like, oh god. So it like immediately it was kind of like, God, this is annoying, annoying, annoying. Okay, I've heard this story. Uh, I've read like three hundred detective books, like Batman books. I know what this is gonna say. I don't care. Whoa, Batman and Harley, like, give me that. That was amazing. And then this is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why I gave the book a five out of five. And then I think, like, Comic Burrito was, like, five out of five out of five. Great review. I'm like, no, that was out of ten. Duh. No, no, this this is a That's why I was like, this, like, to me, that's why I was like, to Jim, like, I... Whenever I'm reviewing a book, I usually break it into fives. And I'm like, I'll give it a four out of five in art. And then I gave it a 1.5 out of five in writing because of that Batman Harley moment I thought I'm, was. I'm going to have to separate the two. So, for art, eight out of ten. For writing, Tinian can go F himself. Uh, <laughs> so... Because here's the thing, 
when we learned that Tinian was going to be the writer for Batman, Jim Lee, on a panel at a convention, when conventions were still a thing, he told the audience, Nightwing will return, I promise. And then, Tinian had the audacity to say, I'm bringing Nightwing back. And then they been freaking saying, oh, Dick Grayson Nightwing will return in the title of Batman. Will return in the title of Batman. Will return in the title of Batman. And I told you, Nightwing has become his own character. He deserves to become Nightwing again in his own title. Which they're going to do. Which I'm happy for. But they did this cash grab BS of saying, Hey, you're going to see Nightwing in this title. In this issue. And you don't even see freaking Nightwing in this issue. No, all I see is Dicky Boy getting a Nightwing briefcase. I I am so livid Ugh. with this issue. Like and I probably would have really enjoyed the conversation that you're talking about with Harley and Batman, but it doesn't even interest me because yeah, I, of what they did. I I, I yeah. just I, it I'm done. I'm done. Like Yeah, it it was it was like I <sighs> okay. I don't know, man. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know anymore. It's just we're. I guess it's we're getting to the finish line with him as well. So let's just let's see. But uh, you know, just like people thought with Tom Green, uh, Tom. I was gonna say Tom Green, Tom King. The grass is isn't always greener. So, I mean, for all that we know, Batman might get even worse. <sighs> so who knows? Like you just never, never know. Three months. Um, Three months. Yeah. Time, time will it. tell. We can do it. But we can do it. With that being said, we're gonna wrap up the show. Um, you can again. We thank you again for all the support and all the listening and and interactions and all that good stuff here. But if if anything, if you do want to find us, we are part of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Where if you go to nerdylegion.com, click on podcast, you will find us and many other shows as well. Um, with that being said, you can find me at Mark Reads Comics on Twitter, or you can reach out to us on our Twitter page, CB underscore Legion. You can find Clay at Fanboy Clay on Twitter, and I don't know who your Instagram. Yes, uh, same on Instagram, same on TikTok, and uh, I was a TikTok's le- getting banned. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see it when it happens, but. Uh, I was says literally... it on Yahoo. TikTok banned in U.S. starting Sunday. Yeah. So well, there goes there goes your high there goes your uh, we'll see your high concept TikTok uh, spray paint ideas. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, because they said the same thing like a month ago. They said the same thing two months ago. They said the same thing three months ago. So we'll see. But I I have been enjoying uh, I have been enjoying. Uh, creating some stencils so i am going to get back into some spray painting so if this is real i'll still do it on instagram and i'll post it on twitter so you'll still see it it's still going to be great and uh yeah uh i will say uh, i am gonna finally put out a shonen jump saturday show on my fanboy comics podcast it's gonna be a long one so just heads up for anybody who is going to be listening to that. It's going to be like a full like catch up on all the books that we were talking about. And yeah, it's going to be fun. 
Sweet. So with that being said, hope you guys uh, stay safe. If you are going to be going n- nuts like Clay, well, you guys are going to hear this probably. Well, no, you said before. So hopefully you guys are fortunate like Clay where you guys will be able to reserve the PS5 if that is what you're doing. And if you are going to store to store hoping that you do get lucky for some strange reason, be safe. But with that being said, we will talk to you guys next week. See you.